simply, uh, I can't say enough good things. I want to thank Jim at the Coincid Inn. There we go. Uh, who has just been fantastic. Apologize, you can hear the um, some of the uh, sound in the background. And here we go. All right. And um, let me just switch this around. Folks, bear with me as we are uh, coming to you live. And I want to um, just start. People are joining us at different times. And uh, you can hear the reporter behind me. So we'll um, join right here. You can see uh, reporters from all over. He's got a slightly larger camera than we do, Anna. But uh, there's few correspondents. So, Anna, a lot of people um, are just um, still learning about you at the first time. This is also, it looks like this would be the scene of a lot of different reunions of people arriving that haven't seen each other in a while. Yes, yes, totally true. Yes, of course. There are, like, all those people, they're from different cities from Ukraine. And uh, I guess maybe... Uh, some of those people got here, like the part of the family got here first, and they're waiting for another part of their family, so, yeah. And we just spoke with that uh, woman inside a short time ago. Just, um, you know, you, you're hearing a lot of stories, and folks, Anna, who's so kind, is uh, translating for us. Um, what, what stood out to you of some of the stories of what she was telling? Oh, there are a lot of stories, actually, but I guess... The like the, the common theme of those stories that right now in Ukraine there are a lot of people they're still there, they're hiding in the shelters, they're running out of food. And that's the main point, the main problem right now. And uh, even those people who uh, who succeed to, to escape, you know, they still have a lot of relatives, parts of their of their families in Ukraine, and they are struggling there. So, uh, yes, I guess that's that's uh, that's the main point. You know, it's just rotten because you have people that are going along, and there's definitely some tension with Russia, and then all of a sudden they're driven out of the country by an unprovoked invasion by Putin and Russia. And consistently, Putin was putting out false information, I believe, in propaganda that somehow he was coming in to rescue, uh, rescue the people of Ukraine. I haven't heard one person say that. Of course, of course. <laughs> if you can see a lot of videos uh, which uh, has been shoot, shoot on in Ukraine, uh, a lot of people they are shouting like we didn't ask your help and you can see a lot of videos like before Russian help and after Russian help so we never asked for any help for our country we've been living our life our peaceful life we were an independent uh, developing country and everything was fine we are really happy to live there I love my country very much I really want to come back if it's safe you know, and I really love my people. They're super kind, they're sincere, they're really good people. And uh, we've never asked for any help. So there were a lot of rumors, actually, uh, from those American spies and from different government, I mean, spies, yeah. But I, I no, it's true. Listen, as I was telling her, folks, and again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, DePietro.com. You also had, as I was telling Anna, uh, Putin has been very aggressive with propaganda. And I was telling you some of the propaganda they were putting out there because he thought if he put out enough misinformation that the West would sit back and not get involved. And every person from Ukraine that we've spoken to they want Putin dead. I mean, I'll say that. I was saying it, but everyone. 100%. All my people, all Ukrainians, they just want one thing, and it's Putin to be dead. Would you mind, tell us a little bit about your life growing up in Ukraine. And you know what else I'm hearing is it's tough. I know some people would think you just have to leave, but their families are there. They have older relatives that are there. Um, it's it's not so easy, and also as you're saying, people are just hiding in their homes. Like it's it you know it's 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 not as easy as it sounds. All right, just leave. How do you just pack up and leave? But take us through a little bit. Um, this our friend of um, of of what 
your life was like and just it it's difficult to people whose maybe parents say I'm not leaving. Okay, so you want me to, to tell you about my ch childhood a little bit, right? So, okay, how... To where you are right now. Okay, so um, I've been living in Kharkiv region. I was born and raised in Kharkiv region in a small city where my parents, they are still there. Uh, it's really close to the Russian border. And actually, uh, my aunt, for example, she married uh, a Russian guy. And uh, right now, she lives uh, in Russia. Yes, and uh, so they, she must have mixed emotions. She has mixed emotions, yes, but uh, she realized, thanks God, she realized what's going on because only those Russians who have some relatives in Ukraine, only those Russians can understand the truth, you know, can realize the truth and uh, because. Uh, the propaganda there is so strong, so strong, really. So they they've been brainwashed, you know. And uh, only those who have relatives, as my aunt, for example, uh, can realize what is going on. Uh, and um, but again, for example, her husband, uh, he he doesn't think that way, you know. And um, I guess they. But he has to be careful right now, because, right? I mean, they're threatening to. It's. You know, with the media, it's 15 years in prison, in jail, if you even talk about the war. So it's it's very much so like that. Yes, that's all that's true. So, take us through, where were you, say, last July to here it is, March 8th, and Anna is live on the John DePietro show in Wrestle, uh, um, Poland. And where, what was your life July until now? So, uh, and your English is very good, by the way. Huh? Your English is very good. Okay, thank you. So, okay, so back then, uh, this July, right? Yes, yes. The previous year. So, yeah, my life was great, actually. I've been living in Kiev. I was, I was super happy about it. I, uh, again, so maybe a few years ago, I, uh, I used to, to want to, to move abroad, you know, but only like two years ago, three years ago, I realized that I really want to stay in my country because I really like it. It's developing, it's independent. It has and it's your country. And it's my country. I love it. Uh, and I was going to continue to live there and I was going to have a business and... Uh, and what type of business was Anna going to have? I used to... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, Maybe that's kind of a secret, but I used to have one business uh, with uh, with my like, ex-boyfriend. We we used to have, um, and he has it still. He has it still, so he he had to let to leave it. But uh, we but you you want to have a business and a life in Ukraine? I have I have all my friends there, and uh, yes, I I've been living in Kiev, and that's the best place uh, for me to live in. You know, so it must be heartbreaking to you. To see the city and the world where you live and have been living and, and want to have a future and seeing it attacked in this way. Of course. I, now I can see those videos of uh, ruined, you know, destroyed places where I liked to, to go to, you know. And for me, it's really heartbreaking. And even even Kharkiv, because I used to, to study there for uh, four years even five years, I guess. I also saw a lot of videos like this uh, freedom, the square of freedom, yes. you know, it was ruined. And for me, it was so heartbreaking because uh, there is my university where I've been, I've been studying to, you know. So for me, it's like incredibly painful to, to see all, all this stuff. And uh, even, I mean, I don't talk only about the infrastructure. Of course, the infrastructure now it's ruined, but it's not... It's not the main point. The main point that people are dying, you know, and uh, I've heard so much, so many stories. Innocent people are being killed. Of course, there are a lot of children who were killed. And I mean, it's, uh, I was crying a lot. Uh, those Look at days. the strollers coming in. Look at the little child. My goodness, this is terrible. So Anna, and there's another little child. Folks, again, um, Polish people, they leave uh, their strollers uh, at the border, especially like, especially for our mothers, for our Ukrainian mothers, who are coming with their children. Uh, so, yeah, 
Folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, for it's by Brood Awakenings. Can't thank them enough. David, everybody at Brood Awakenings, two locations in uh, Johnson, Pontiac Avenue, Cranston, and also uh, uh, right there on Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Um, you've been hearing and talking about that the border is dangerous. What, what can you tell us about that? The border is dangerous. What do you mean by that? Um, you know, the fact that that we would like to, there's our friend again, uh, that we would like to go, um, that there there's danger not only for the people coming, but then just when they reach the border itself. Yes, it is. Uh, I got what you're talking about. So um, suddenly, like considering the situation, I guess, uh, maybe someone decided to, to get something out of it, you know. So there were some cases when uh, mothers with their children or just women, they reached the border and uh, they got into troubles because some people offered to help them, you know, but they were, yes. Because so there's people preying on the people, taking advantage of them coming advantage, in. Yes, so they're taking advantage of those poor people. They didn't bring anything with them. They did. They don't have any money, you know. So those people uh, are taking advantage of it. And there were like several cases that uh, some people from here, they I don't know, maybe they're Polish. I don't know the nationality. Who knows? Of course. So, but they took some women and they bring them to some places. Uh, and I, I guess they became like a slave, slaves or something. Yes, it's, it's so human trafficking. They're trying. And right now, uh, our Ukrainian uh, people and like the government, everyone, uh, we, we are trying to warn uh, those those women at the border, so they so they not uh, not approach like some uh, you know. Some well slippery people taking advantage of something like this. Only so they need only to uh, to apply only to some official organizations, official volunteering organizations. So this is really important. Now, um, also there has been tremendous number of volunteers, people coming in to volunteer. You were telling me your boyfriend is a volunteer. Yes. Talk about that a little. Bit. Uh, yes, actually, I came uh, came here as well uh, to volunteer a little bit. So now I'm waiting uh, for this organization where my boyfriend is working for uh, to to give me some work. As well. And in the meantime, she's agreed to be my translator. So thank you very much. But um, but your boyfriend, he's volunteering as we speak. Uh, he's 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 working. Oh, does he want to say something? Oh, talk to her first. She does. English? Do you speak English? Step right over there. No? Talk talk to her. Okay. We're live. Thank you, sir. Does he want to talk to us? No? Oh, or, I don't know. It's a little chaotic. Folks, it's very chaos. Look at all the children. So, do you think, could we find maybe someone else to talk to us? Okay. All right. I'm going to stay right here. This is a good spot, if you don't mind. And we'll bring them over. So, folks, and again, I'm uh, conscious that we are live on the radio and we're doing a Facebook live stream as well. And Anna is so helpful. Again, it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Thank you very much. And I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach. Folks, again, I am uh, conscious of this, um, this woman who is filming me for some reason, which is fine. At uh Hold on. I can give you a card, ma'am. Hello. I can give you a card. Folks, bear with me. Here you go. That's me. So, folks, we are uh, live on the John DePietro Show. I also want to thank the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. So, we're going to try to find some uh, other people. It's... A little tough with the, um, as you can hear, I also want to thank everybody with QGO Live that is making this uh, happen on the radio. And hopefully uh, all is going smooth again, folks. This is day two. And what I, I wanted to mention was, obviously, we're waiting for some cooperation from, um, need a little help because there's all kinds of 
as you heard her, as you can imagine, individuals making their way to the border and taking advantage of the poor people that are uh, coming over. So, folks, here it is. I'm saying hello to everybody on the Facebook Live. It is Juan. And um, you can see I have the press thing right there. There's Nancy. So you can watch this. But I was um, chatting with them um, this morning. And what is uh, struck out to me is several things. Is just how in a very short amount of time uh, a lot of these people have had to uh, leave. Quite all right. Have a seat. And um, you can see this is like an airport waiting area right here of individuals. Um, and folks, uh, the way I would describe this is it, it, it looks like a very crowded uh, airport is what it looks like. But it's actually the train station. So you have people that are uh, pouring off here, coming from there after many long journey. And then you have people that are getting on here and trying to escape the area. So for those that are just tuning in, we arrived yesterday. We are in. Oh, okay. Great. Sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, good. So, folks, we're going to uh, Anna, who is just terrific, and her English is great. For those that want to see her. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, this is good. Hey there. Okay. So, oh, Petta. Okay. What, uh, what, what can she tell us? Tell us uh, a little bit about her and her story, how she ended up here. Можете, пожалуйста, рассказать немножко о себе и как вы, как вы здесь оказались, собственно. Меня зовут Катя. Я, я буду переводить, просто говорите мне, я переведу. Меня зовут Катя, я социальный работник. К сожалению, на Украине, в моей стране, случилась такая беда, что мы вынуждены были бросить свой дом, бросить работу, бросить школу. Ребенок ходит в первый класс и приехать спасаться в Польшу. В ряд... Наши города начали бомбить, и это страшно. Я не хочу ломать психику своему ребенку из-за того, что один злой гений решил Okay, сейчас я переведу. Uh, so, yes. How old is the, the little girl? How old? Сколько лет девочки? This is Angelica. She's six years old. Can she wave to the camera? Может помахать. All right. What can you tell us from this? Uh, so, as uh, as all the people here, so uh, Katya and her child, they left everything. They came here to rescue. Uh, so they they quit their jobs. They quit school for for her child, and uh, they quit everything. They left everything in Ukraine, and uh, now they're here. And maybe I can ask uh, where they are going. Okay, go right ahead. Folks, again, you can see that's the amazing thing. They leave everything just behind just to uh, flee and get out of here. This is a young mother and her little daughter that are here, and it's so chaotic. And then uh, we're going to hear from our translator, Anna. Here we go. So they're from Donbass, actually, from Donetsk Oblast. So, uh, so when uh, the the war started, actually, it started like in uh, 2014. So Katya was pregnant back then, and uh, they were really scared when it uh, started again, because they already knew uh, how it was. So they decided to, to go outside the country immediately because they were super scared. She married with her husband. So the, the, the father of Angelica, uh, he is in military right now, so he's, he's fighting actually. And he's uh, at one of the hotspots right now, but he can't uh, tell where exactly uh, so uh, the the mother of Katya uh, she's also like uh, military obliged so she she stayed in Ukraine as well so do they um, what were the conditions when they left how long did it take them to get here and where are they going uh, 
They met a lot of good people uh, on the way here. They got to the border and one man uh, from Ukraine helped him a lot to rescue. Во Львове это было или? Это было. Со Львова мы приехали где-то Казякин граница. Ага. Не пропускали. С 8 часов вечера не пропускали никого. Вся дорога заняла сколько времени у вас? So the road took. Мы выехали. Took... Just wait a second. Не только приехал. The daughter. All right. Can we ask? Just um, you know, does she um, uh, does she? What's her life like where she lives? Um, хорошо. Анжелика, да? Анжелика, расскажи, что ты делала дома до того, как уехали? Дома я это, ну играла, музыку слушала, там еще. I listened to music. I played games. All right, like her glasses and hat. I played, huh? I like her glasses and hat. So she said she, she played a lot and she listened to music and she played with her friends and uh, I, I mean everything was, was, was great before. Um, and are you, is she communicating with friends and family back there? What are they telling us? All the relatives of Katya, they are worried about her as well because she is on her own with her child, the only child. And uh, as you can see, it took a lot of time to get here. Uh, so she has a lot of relatives in Ukraine right now. Right now. Uh, where, are, where are they headed? Where are they going? They're all staying in Ukraine. They're all staying in Ukraine. So her mom is in uh, Chernovtsi. It's uh, quite safe, but of course. Uh, so the grandma of Angelika is in Vinnytsia. It's not so safe right now because there were some bombs, and maybe you've heard about it. But she's not going to go uh, anywhere. How loud were the bombs? Как часто и насколько громкие взрывы и да, ну типа вы слышали что-то? Каждый вечер мы слышим взрывы. Каждый вечер и в город Покровский области прилетела кассетная ракета. Один мужчина взял и у него взорвало, он взял кусок и притащил домой, у него взорвалось. So where they live, where they lived, there was a lot of bombs. And one man uh, like uh, took a piece of the, of that bomb, and uh, it explodes. It, it exploded in his hand. Yes, in his hand. Uh, there, in that place where they are from, there were a lot of bombs. Like every evening, they heard a lot. 
Um, can she tell us a little bit about what she's heard about the fighting? I, I know they can't say where they are, but what have they heard about the fighting? The military. Any anything does she know about the military? Что-то вы знаете про наших военных, как они воюют или что происходит сейчас с нашей армией, что-либо, что вы знаете? Я не, ну, я не знаю, я говорю, не буду. Не, я честно не знаю. Наша армия, наши борцы победят. Да, нам перемога. нам So uh, she, she, she doesn't know, and if she knows, she, she can tell because that's her, uh, that's the father of her child. So, but uh, she, she believes that we will win, that's for sure. Um, the people of Ukraine have a lot of pride. You can both answer that, that I've noticed. The people of Ukraine have a lot of pride and feel they're going to win this war. choice uh, she said we have no choice and uh, there is like there is no choice for us unless to win you know yes. thank you very much all right good luck and you can see the video there okay nice to meet you angelina all right folks again it is uh juan and it's uh the john DePietro show i recognize hi there donna castellone there's our friend wolf and we are doing both uh, facebook live in our radio broadcast we are, um, well, you can see right there, that's where we are. And these people um, are coming in, and it is uh, so hectic. I'm going to put this down just for uh, a moment, but it is um, so hectic here. I also want to uh, remind people that are listening about It's My Health, our friend Marie, 1099 Menden, Ronan Cumberland. A lot of these people could uh, certainly use some help to keep them healthy and so we'll uh, talk about that a lot so folks again um this is day two for those that are just um tuning in and um hi there let me um, say hi to everybody so folks here we are now i have the camera on it is uh one we are here oh and um let me get rid of that I'm trying to juggle a lot so um bear with me Okay, there we go. And Juan is back. Okay, so uh, it is certainly helpful having a translator. And I want to once again say that we're going to do this in, in stages, folks, because obviously we want to um, bring you the border. And then I'm working through the different channels to um, cross over into Ukraine. But as you can imagine, I think, what, um, hi there, Freddie. Good afternoon. Um, no, it is, uh, let's see, it is uh, morning time, actually. And, um, and as we're listening to this, and again, I want to thank uh, Jeff and everybody, and also uh, a big shout out to Lee at QGo Live that is making this broadcast, folks, that we're trying to pull off. So this is day two. And my goal is to uh, obviously arrive here. And you can tell that we're close to the border with all these. Um, no, that is not. That is actually, I'm trying to find just a, a black plain uh, hat. But right now, no, my hat, I'll put it in front of the camera, is actually, um, here, I'm going to hold it. I know the radio, it doesn't work. But there is um, the hat that all the people are asking me about that. And it was not my intention to have it. It's the 401, which is available. Yes, it is available in the gift shop on DePetro.com. So, folks, um, again, please share on Facebook that you're watching. I want to um, just let everyone know. I want to thank Surplus Provisions. I have mentioned Henry Oil. I have mentioned the Kui sit-in has been terrific. I just want um, people to know. And, Anna, can we um, yes. just uh, recap a little bit? Yes. That is... Um, Folks, Anna, who is, um, boy, um, another <clears throat> um, amazing story yes. Yes, that we're hearing. Story. And the thing that jumps out at me, and you tell us, but so that is she has to take her daughter and leave there. And they're communicating with the father of her daughter who's in the Ukrainian military and fighting 
and obviously they know he's okay and he can't say exactly where they are. Yes, yes, totally true. You got everything right. So they're in contact with uh, the father and the grandmother, but the father is in the Ukrainian military. He's fighting right now. He can't say where he is. Uh, so they just told me, like, uh, you were standing here and I was talking to them. And they are really nice people and they were telling me that they met a lot of good people here and they, they've been helped a lot by some people they didn't know, you know. Uh, but it took a long time, a long time. And no, where we are they? Where are they going from here? Are they getting on a train? Did they just arrive? Yes, they're waiting for their train actually, and they're going to Wroclaw. And I guess there they have some uh, friends or something. Uh, so they where where is that exactly? Wroclaw. It's uh, okay if you see on the map. It's um, uh, the west. North, Western North of Poland. <laughs> They're staying in Poland. It's really close to the German uh, border. Now, can you tell us a little bit? Um, you were saying at night this is gets really crazy. This is going like 24/7. Uh, this is going, uh, yes, 24/7. But I've heard uh, from a lot of people that at night. Uh, it's going to be like overcrowded. So because there, there will be no trains, you know, leaving, and that's why those people who come here, they stay here for They're sheltering here. Yes, yes. <laughs> Anna got her first um, feedback from a Karen. I didn't know they had Karens here in Eastern Europe. Someone that was uh, overly aggressive. This is not a shelter. This is not a shelter. So they are sheltering here. They listen. If it's if it's a storm and we go inside, we're sheltering. When there's a threat, they call it shelter in place. So she didn't. I think she was saying somehow that by saying a shelter, people were going to come and start staying. Maybe she just understand this word uh, in in other ways, you know. So, but for me, yes, it is. It is a shelter because people can sleep here. For a while, of course, it's a temporary scene, but they can sleep for a while. They can, as you can, as you can see, they kind of like um, re-energize, re eat, get some clothes, yes, and go somewhere else yes. to settle down a bit. Let me ask you, and I don't know, but if if you you have never been to, have you been to the United States? Never, no, never. But you you speak fantastic English. Are you intrigued about America? Is it a place that you say someday I'd like to go visit? New York, uh, Hollywood, Disneyland. Uh, to be honest, um, no interest. Yeah, don't be offended. No, that's all right. no, no. I mean, I used uh, when I mean back then when I was a teenager or like uh, in my twenties. I guess I, I dreamed to to come to the United States. Wow. Yes, really. Who do uh, you like? Like who has your attention? Who are some of the Americans that you like? Some of the Americans I like. Um, Okay, maybe because I um, I was growing up with those American movies, as everyone here, as everyone in Ukraine actually. So of course I had a lot of, uh, of people like those actors, actresses, maybe singers uh, who I liked. But I guess now... No, you, you I, appreciate your homeland. Yes, I appreciate my homeland, and uh, uh, so as I as I turned 28, and uh, like uh, time passed, and I realized that I uh, the the grass is greener on the other side, you know. And for me, my my country was and is still the best place to live. But I really want to visit America, of course, because yeah. it's interesting. No, I understand. What it, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, and it's our uh, translator, Anna, who is fantastic. And you know what else I um, wanted to ask you? What does it feel like that all over the world you're seeing people fly the flag of Ukraine? You see it on social media. Um, the, temp, the, the country's never had this kind of attention. I know, I know. Unfortunately, that's, uh, that's not the best reason to be famous for, you know? It's not your fault you're being invaded. Yes, but I really appreciate this attention. I really appreciate the help from other countries, from America, from European countries. Uh, as I told you before, I think that's not only that's not only our war, and uh, that's why I really appreciate the the help 
uh, of others, really. For me, uh, when I see some flags, Ukrainian flags, or when I see... The microphone shelf. Yes, it's, it's almost like you need the green one, but... I'll put the other blue. I have a blue one. I'll use the blue one tomorrow. Blue one, I'm sorry. Yeah, blue one. Yeah, so... Uh, Okay, I was talking about, uh, yes, when I see some flags or some uh, demonstrations or uh, when people uh, are, when people donate uh, to Ukrainian army or to Ukrainian humanitarian uh, help or something, uh, of course, I'm, I'm, I really appreciate this help. And Have you seen, um, do you know who Ashton Kushner is and his yes. wife, Melina? Yes. I think she's, she was born in Ukraine and I think they've raised... I think $30 million. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, I also heard about it. And I, I'm really thankful, of course. But uh, as I know, uh, as far as I know, Mila Kunis was born in Chernivtsi. And she's Ukrainian, actually. And she, she even speaks some Russian, as far as I know. Maybe not Ukrainian, but Russian. Because, as, as you know, like a lot of uh, Ukrainians uh, speak Russian as well. What I think is, um, you know what's so dramatic? that stands out is um, the the families, like the, the mother right there, look at the little teddy bear, um, and how difficult it is traveling with children. Now, there are people that normally, um, you know, they're gonna travel with their children and they get on a flight and they're going to Disney World in Florida or wherever, and that can be, this is, everything they have is in a suitcase and they have to tell the children to be patient. And it's not as if, gee, the train is late. You know, there's nothing you can do. They are literally escaping. Yes, it is true. And they, I think they uh, brought only some like super necessary stuff with them. Even me, I mean, I, I just grab my backpack and that's it. So I-, uh, I What about all the rest of your- Some warm clothes of my friends, you know, and uh, I don't have a lot of stuff with me. So I can understand, I, I can imagine how it is to, to escape with, with the children, actually. It's like, one, like 100 times harder, you know, because for me, I'm on my own and uh, I, I can't even imagine how it is to travel with the children. So that, that mother right there, she was here when we got here. She will probably, she looks exhausted, holding the teddy bear, the little girls on the phone. Um, you know, who knows? And on top of that, Anna, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 .9 FM. Again, hello to everybody. On, um, there's Patricia O'Hara. Thank you to the King, by the way. And there's uh, Ria Garvey. You know what else is, is amazing is they, they, um, they have no idea when this journey is going to end. Yes, me neither. I don't know. As you well. don't either. Yes, of course, and they don't know, and I guess uh, some of them, they're going just, maybe they're going to settle down for a while and wait, and uh, I'm sure that the majority, including me, uh, we will come back if there is a place to come back, you know. Uh, and I also, I also wanted to add that uh, there are a lot of people here, uh, they're really exhausted, and you can see that. Yes. And uh, it's not so easy, actually, to ask them to, to give you an interview because they're like, really, they are tired. Yeah. They had a long trip yes. behind them. And uh, even this mother, she, she, she told me, like, I'm sorry, I'm super tired, I'm exhausted, I had a long trip. But uh, when I told her that uh, we are doing what we are doing, like, we want to let people know yes. what is happening yes. and could you please help us, she said, okay, only because of that, I agree. Do you think, could we maybe approach that mother right there? The little girl, we'll go over to her. I don't want to go. Can we just, no? She's too tired. I know, folks. You see right there, she um, seems very, very tired. And, you know, you raise a good point. How, how long have some of these people that you've been meeting, how long have they been traveling? Uh, like approximately, I guess, like starting from two days or something. I mean, as far as I know, for example, all my friends. Uh, yeah, where are all your friends? I, so one part of my friends who are girls actually they they already they have left the country but they were passing the border really really long for really really long time so uh, 
a friend of mine were, was passing a border actually for two and a half days. Look at the kids going with the stuffed animals. My goodness. Yeah. Ugh. Now, here's the thing. And again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. We're also doing uh, the Facebook Live. But, um, you know, another question is, what about people who, you know, some of the elderly over there or just other people that, what about people that say, I, I don't have any money to go anywhere else. This is where I live. This is where I built my life. Like this. this is where I built my business. Yes, there are a lot. There, there are a lot of people like that who, who don't have any, any money. And actually, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It's like, it's really hard uh, to, to, to explain actually. But um, yeah, I guess uh, there you can, you can find a lot, of, a lot of help actually from Polish people. I noticed that the people, I don't blame them. They don't want to leave behind their dogs. Yes. <laughs> And the family that we interviewed this morning uh, with the two dogs and the son, the 17-year-old son, the, the boxer, um, I, they, they, she sounds to me like she wants to go back home. She wants. She really wants. Of course, she had her business there. She had a house, a big house. They were living really well, you know, really well. They were satisfied with their lives. Yes. And they got to, to quit everything just at once, you know, and, uh, and leave the country. And, for example, she told me that when she, she came here, they didn't know what they, are going to, what they were going to do. And uh, they also met one guy who helped them and who offered the shelter, like not the shelter, but the accommodation for them. And, um, and again, folks, we're, um, let me just check the time. Okay. Um, it is 12 minutes uh, before the top of the hour when we're going to send it to news and then there's going to be a lot more. Um, and, and Anna is uh, terrific, and I'm going to let her get updated and uh, check her phone, and we'll uh, check back uh, with her as well. And so, folks, I'm going to step right over here, and just, uh, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, this special broadcast. So many different people have made this um, possible uh, with this ongoing situation. We arrived in uh, Poland yesterday, and we're doing both the, um, the Facebook Live and... We are doing uh, the radio, so you can, if you want to, you can uh, go on Facebook Live and check some of the people and see some of the people that we're uh, talking to. And, um, you know, and now I actually, as she says, said that, I kind of feel like an idiot complaining about my long journey to get over here. Uh, these poor people are leaving their homes. But there's Robin Plant, and you hear me mentioning some different people. Um, but, folks, a couple of things. Number one, obviously, I, I get the fact that people are hearing humanitarian crisis and all these strangers. Um, but this is, um, it, you, you really see, I think, the, the human dynamic here of, especially uh, that young mother that we spoke to, where the husband of her daughter is, um, husband, the father of her daughter was called up for military duty. So he's off fighting. They have to evacuate. And it sounds like just a total uh, mess. And I also want to mention, and I mean that, I, I'm not, listen, everything in perspective, I get that. But you just think of people stressed out on the airplane from TF Green taking their child, you know, on a vacation to, to Disney World. And that can be stressful. And kids at the airport and the flights delayed and so forth. I mean, this... Look at these people that are arriving. They are, they just got off a bus outside that we um, can go to. And they are arriving. This is with everything that they could take with them. So another bus must have just pulled up. We're going to make our way outside so we can see it. It's freezing outside, though. Absolutely freezing outside, which is why we came inside for this portion of it. But um, we are going to make our way uh, through the crowd. These people are just arriving. Uh, and you can see basically with um, just backpacks and suitcases. And this is like pack a suitcase and then just try to leave the country. So you can see the um, buses that are pulling up. 
And then there's, um, there they are right there. So this is the outside, and that's why we went inside. It's actually, uh, you can see it's a nice night. So here are the buses are nonstop of these uh, individuals. Hi there, Kathy Lanny. Thank you very much. And, um, folks, again, I want to uh, let everyone know the people of Poland are just so tremendous in stepping up and helping these different individuals. So it is nighttime here. Where we are, we are six hours ahead. And um, you can also see, obviously, a lot of military. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And I can tell you that the trains and the buses are just absolutely nonstop uh, arriving here. So thank you very much, Pamela. Folks, again, I um, also want to thank John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. Who, uh, boy, if there was ever a time. You know, what's also interesting is I was seeing that the um, Russian propaganda, that they were trying to say, uh, listen to this, the um, Russian propaganda, this is a couple of years ago, they were trying to have um, a campaign in Ukraine to say, you know, guns are not safe for children. So the best thing we should really do is not have let the people have guns in Ukraine. Now, think of that. Doesn't that sound familiar? That sounds like the far left, right, to me. Think of that. So as a result of that, see, this is what happens when you listen to the far left. And also, when I've spoken with a number of the, the people here, and they say, gee, why would uh, some of the Americans, why would they not want to help us? And again, I come back to, and I think we can uh, do this, I come back to a lot of times the, um, the far left, the AOCs of the world and so forth that are, that are saying that, you know, we, we need to just um, focus on our country and, um, and not worry about uh, a place in, in Eastern Europe. And folks, that's exactly, and I want to be very clear with many people. Listen, as I said from day one, even before, listen, Putin is a problem. Something needs to be done. Uh, you, Everyone that we have spoken to wants him uh, eliminated, as Sean Hannity would say. So um, can we get a thumbs up, folks, if you're appreciating the coverage? Please share that you're watching. Also, if you go to the website, topetro.com, you can support this broadcast. Imagine that. Yes, that's what that yellow button is for. So we're going to uh, take it slow. I, I just want to be really honest. I was completely blown out and exhausted yesterday. And it's also, um, you know, you can only plan so much. And whenever you try to do something remote like this, uh, there's a, you know, it's not easy to put it together. There's a lot of mistakes that, that come in. But um, people have been very, very supportive, and especially the, the people in Eastern Europe that appreciate that, uh, to me, this is the story. So over the next couple of days, especially tomorrow, and I am waiting on tomorrow is Wednesday. I have to hear back from officials. And as I have said um, and repeatedly told people that um, the whole thing about going into Ukraine where you're seeing the people, number one, a lot of the people on television, I mean, they do have translators, they have security, they have all different types of things. Now, the thing about that is I've been speaking to different people and what can be difficult is getting back into the country. So um, I don't mind going covering it, but if it comes to, oh, good, here's another guy, hand him a weapon. That was not part of the deal of Juan coming over. So let me be very clear about that. Um, now, if East Greenwich was invaded, would I pick up a gun? And yes, of course. If Edgewood was invaded, would I pick? Yes, of course. Um, you could certainly make an argument that Providence was invaded. Now, folks, here are more people. We're going to catch them right now. Now, look at this. These buses just pull up. And um, then these people all come off. Now, this has been, oh, Jacqueline, can we switch it around? I want to thank Jacqueline and Claire. Uh, so these people are just arriving, and it is it is nonstop of these people that are um, escaping. And actually, we can keep it, and we can just have them behind me in the shot for those that I'm going to post this video on Facebook. I mean, uh, excuse me, on petro.com. I want to once again thank everybody at Surplus Provisions. So I want to be very clear what what Anna was hinting at is you can picture. Um, some unsavory individuals that are heading to the border and taking advantage of these poor people that are fleeing for their lives um, and promising them all types of things. And then it's, it's 
is all kinds of disaster. So you, you have to, you know, have be accredited. So we're waiting for that to go through. I think it should be tomorrow. I think tomorrow we're going to have to wait and see. I think we are going to be there and then get a better sense of it. And then as we go along, uh, what I am waiting for, just as you, the listener and the viewer should know, is I'm waiting for a final uh, go ahead that I will have um, that I'll have um, safe passage back and forth. I do not, as you can imagine, folks, I don't want to, and this certainly is not about me, but I, I don't want to have a situation where I get over there and then, um, and then we, can, we cannot make it back. So um, there's certain things Juan is willing to do for the coverage, uh, but that, that's where we got to draw the line. I just want to thank, as I said, David at Brood Awakenings. If I were back in Rhode Island, someone asked me, what would you be doing tonight? Uh, probably going to Centerdale Revival, I would imagine. Folks, by the way, um, let's see. I arrived here yesterday. <laughs> as bad as things are in Rhode Island, and they are, this is like another level uh, of what these people, poor people, uh, are going through and dealing with. And um, I'm not saying it's an eye-opener because I already kind of know that. But now they're getting ready for more of these individuals. So, so we do want to do that. And, and who knows where the story is going to go. But this is uh, the reason why um, so many people are coming in where I am standing right now is this is the closest airport. I flew into it. Rezl. We are about 38 to 40 miles from uh, the Ukraine border. And um, and so it's obviously a major hub and then the people that want to get out of there. And so they're coming here and it's like a pivotal type of area. So and as I said, this city is is probably about uh, the size of I would say like Providence, Rhode Island. So I'm going to continue to thank people that have been uh, supportive of this. Folks, again, this is just day two. We don't have a timeline here. It's uh, obviously challenging on the go. It was very helpful uh, finding a translator. Right away, she was recommended to me by someone and has worked out very, very well. Her English is fantastic. And then um, and some more. So we're going to be coming up to the top of the hour. And then it's uh, getting very, very hectic here as they're going to um, question some of these people as they're getting off the bus. So here's what I'd like you to do is stay tuned for the news. And then we have a lot more to go. Now, with the radio show, we have a lot more to go. Facebook Live, I plan on doing... Uh, more Facebook a little bit later, and certainly we'll we'll try the one after dark. But because of the the time difference, that would keep me up later. So we will get there. So right now, I'm going to send it back to Jeff in the studio. And again, folks, uh, this is uh, live coverage. Juan at war. No, Juan covering the war. It's the John DePietro show coming to you from Rezl, Poland, as the uh, Ukrainian refugees continue to come in. So we're going to break for the news, and then we have a lot more next hour. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show. WNRI, Winsocket. WNRI.